So, I, I don't know. Do you want to? I'm all over the place. Yeah. Do, should we just? Yeah, no. Yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ow! Everything's wrong. <laughs> Everything is wrong. I can't even open the beer. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Holy fragrance, Batman. <laughs> that is a. Uh, that hit, hit me right in the face. Hello. And welcome to Flicks in a Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo. With me, forever and always, the man, the myth, the lumpy, Alessandro Bailsi. Say hello, Al. That was predictable. I mean, what are you going to do? This is to the brim, almost. Not yes. really. Close enough. Mine, uh, I, well, I drank one out of this earlier, so I had the contact points on the glass. It didn't, it didn't really work so well. Oh. It's okay. That's all right. You've got it looks about, pretty You got about seven feet of head on that beer. Um, seven feet of head. Okay. <laughs> seven feet. <laughs> uh, this is a very special episode, one that we've talked is about it? doing for a very long time. Yeah. I would say I'm glad that we're finally doing it. You offered to throw me out of your house earlier. I said I don't think we can see each other. <laughs> That's how no. That went I think out. you said I don't know if I want to see you again. <laughs> right. Right. I was. You brought something horrendous on me today. Something that, like you've said, we've discussed off-air, on-air. I surprised you by offering to do it today. What what I you did, and what I think is going to happen is by the end of this, we'll be okay. Yeah. Because we'll have left through the Catharsis. We'll, we'll get it out I think so. the world. Um, Wait, by the way, those of you who are listening right now, we're not entirely sure when that is yet. This is going to be a fun yeah. little surprise. This is a little... Uh... We, we're recording this in June. And, and it's probably coming out in December. <laughs> and we may not air this until December, so this might be our uh, our Christmas episode. Um, I haven't. We haven't said what it is yet, right? I don't think we have. Okay, that's good. Let's keep it that way, just a little bit longer. Like so wait, like wait and see if they can figure Let's out what it is. See. We'll figure it out from the title. Well, or we could bury that Ooh. too. It can be surprise. Yes. Mm. So with that note, cheers. cheers. What are we drinking? No, I thought we're not going to say. We're not even saying that. They have to we guess. Well, I was going to wait until after we. I was going to wait until after we. All right. Yeah, to This is fragrant. It's very, very pungent. It stings the nostrils. Yeah, you reacted almost as viscerally to this as you did to that garbage earlier. That garbage punched me in the face. I know. And you oh, said this is pretty good too. So we'll tell you about this one. This is a beer from Stone Brewing. It's Stone. Backslash, 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 fear dot movie dot lions. <laughs> I know, I know that what I did was a faux pas for programmers. It's okay. Just, I know, I did it on purpose. But I, what is, what, it's got to get what, worse what, before what? it gets better. Can it? Can it get worse? <laughs> what is happening? You've ruined me today. Yeah, that's you, we're just gonna keep with you've that. You've broken everything. So this is a double IPA. Uh, it's an unfiltered double IPA, eight point five percent alcohol by volume. It came in a pint. I'm gonna read you what's on the back of this because I'm as confused by this as I am as by what we just watched before. <laughs> Great. There is a three, wonderful. There's a three meter by three meter square in our Richmond, Virginia brewery with these three words painted on it. What three words? Exactly. For the uninitiated, that's what three words. It's a global addressing system to bring locations to the previously unlocatable. Inspired by the positive impact of this system, 
We decided to name this IPA after a three meter square in the brewery where it was created. Check it out. So now when someone says to you, what three words, you can, re- you can reply with your own answer. If it's slash 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 fear.movies.lions, we'll see you here. I don't know what any of that means. I, this is clearly some sort of inside. Oh, it's, it's inside as possible. To, I guess, Stone, pretty consistent. Yeah. They're they're consistently good. Also, right? I mean, IPA they're, is their, the name of their game. They make yeah. like 80 different varieties of IPAs, double IPAs. They do a good job. This is no exception. It's yeah. tasty. I enjoy it. Um, it's drinkable. Yeah. You know, it's actually, it might be dangerously drinkable yeah, for a double IPA. Yeah. yeah. For an 8.5, 8. it's 5, going down pretty nice. And it doesn't have, even though like the, the, um, the, the nose of this beer is pretty aggressive, it's not overwhelmingly bitter. Right, which, which is, from that scent, that's what you would expect. Yeah, which, that can cause you to drink it a little slower, and the it's well-balanced, the hopping. It's not, like... No, it's 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 nice. I, I do like it. Um, other than the flavor, I hate everything else about this. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly have no idea what any of that means. I don't know why the name, the backslashes. I'm... I'm broken. I got nothing. I don't even know where to go because you are right. This is coincidentally perfect for what we just yes. watched because what we just watched has an undertone of something that I love, a good IPA, but everything else about it could send you on a murderous rampage. Yeah. You know, not, you know it was even hard to read that thing on the back. It's a white can, which by the way, it's kind of cool, like industrial looking it's a, can. it's a good looking can. It's a good looking can, but see, they took a white background and then they put a reflective shiny silver. reflective silver text on it. Yeah. That was really difficult for me to read, especially with the light yeah, over you my to, shoulder. You have to keep turning it. Yeah, yeah, I was like squinting and changing the angles because the light over my shoulder was putting glare. I was having a lot of trouble reading, which I don't think you'd be able to tell because I only stumbled once at the very end. You're gonna have to bear with us on this episode. Mostly Anthony, I'm just I'm living, me. I'm I'm thriving on the anarchy right now. Which you isn't know what usually it is. Me. You knew going in some. I knew how, some how bad it was gonna get. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come a little bit clean. I read a fairly lengthy reaction piece to this. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things like, with the hindsight of this movie having been out for a very long time, it was kind of an oral quest about like finding the movie getting people, like you talked about the bad movie nights, getting some people together to watch it, hearing from other people across the internet talking about, some people have traditions around this movie, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. every year at Christmas, they'll gather together and watch this movie together. And it was then a review of it, talking about the highlights, which there are none, and the lowlights, which is nearly every minute of the right. runtime. Um, and, quote unquote, what were they thinking when they made this movie? Yeah, thinking, adorable. Uh, right, and you know, and well, more about the the story behind the production and how this got to air, plus some of the quirks, such as um, well, we still haven't even said what we watched yet. No. So, um, that one thing that I tipped off to you right before it happened, and you said, "Oh my God, she's blitzed." Yeah. Um, stuff like that was in this whole thing. So I had an idea. I've seen a couple little clips. I showed you one little clip of of this before. It's bad. So without further I still, ado, I still I was I was prepared in that sense reading all of that. Mm-hmm. I still 
underestimated how bad it was. Okay. I'm not going to give the title yet. We're not going to give the title in the in the write-up of this. People are just going to have to figure it out as they get into this. I'm going to give the plot. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give the plot. This is a movie with about 20 minutes of noise in the beginning. 20 minutes of dialogue no, in a language that you can't understand with no subtitles. It, no, it's not. No, it's not like it's noise and gesturing. Let, let, me, let me get through it. It's, it's 20 minutes of noise and gesturing. Technically, it's a language. Followed by a, a grandfather jerking off in the living room in front of his grandchild. To VR porn. To VR porn. Followed by a 20-minute acid trip. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, I think I missed... Before the jerking off um, was a man dressed as a woman in blackface. A white man in drag and blackface, yes. Teaching someone how to cook. Confusingly. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we got the grandfather. Then we got the acid trip. You know, people who are aware of this, they're going to have figured out what we're talking about. But the people who haven't figured it out yeah. are, I, I pity you. I'm so sorry. I'm not that sorry. We got the acid trip. Um, we've got some meaningless confrontation. Fair amount of it. Uh, confusing sidebars. Wildly confusing sidebars. We have just transitions to things that are, it's like, let's get... This sen- this famous person of the time to do something and put it on screen. The thing is, not famous of the, still at the like time, right? Still like D-list celebrities for the, the time. time. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um, a kerfuffle. Sure. Some a hi- scream. Some, some hijinks. Some hijinks. A scream. And a snow globe procession into midnight mass, including previously naked adherence. Now being clothed. Now being clothed. And a pro- procession into light. Credits. Uh, credits. Awkward montage before the credits. Awkward montage. Of archive footage. Of historical documents. Of historical documents. Computer, show us the story. So of course, what we're talking about is the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> right? Right, that was that was the that was the description. Clearly, we, I mean, we missed of the we, Star Wars holiday special. It was so bad; it just did that to your voice. You hurt me. I'm still hurt. <laughs> you knew, you knew what this was going to do to me. I had a feeling. It broke. Okay, you took something. You you somehow. Okay, hey guys, <sighs> quick sidebar while he masters gathers his thoughts because he's not he's struggling. You know, maybe you like. The new Star Wars movies. Maybe you like the Star Wars prequels. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have felt like they've been a mixed bag. I think if you watch this movie, you have an appreciation of what bad Star Wars actually looks like. Maybe everyone pumped the brakes a little bit on bitching and moaning about a movie that did things you didn't like, but at least are functional and coherent. Mm. This is like and a- still true to a lot of what Star Wars is like is a all public about. service announcement. I yes. like this. This is good. As opposed to a travesty so rich because it's been made so cheaply that it completely confuses any semblance of what Star Wars is all about is wildly incoherent and I don't understand why it exists. 
I don't understand how it... No, I understand why it exists, because I've read about that. I don't understand how it exists. Um, Because we can get into that. Yeah. Basically, the history of this was that there was... There was medium expectations for the original Star Wars coming out. And when it became a wild success, they quickly greenlit a couple of sequels. But George Lucas was busy doing other stuff and said, yeah, I'll, I'll come back. But it's going to take a while to make the movie on top of my other projects. So the powers of B said, okay, well, we'd like to keep fans interested. So the next year, they wanted something to tide everyone over, keep them First and foremost, thinking about Star Wars. So they greenlit a holiday special in the winter of 1978 that had the most tangential involvement of George Lucas in the making. Basically, he didn't contribute in any way, shape, or form. They just gave him a bunch of things that they said they were going to do. And he said, yeah, sure, go ahead. Have fun. Because he was too busy. Um, They got... Most of the principles from the movies in, though they had very little screen time, the majority of this is other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and by other people, I mean people dressed up as Wookiees and grunting and... Yeah. Lumpy. Lumpy. <laughs> there was Lumpy, <laughs> Chewbacca's son. There was Mala, Chewbacca's wife. And there was Itchy, his father. Pervert. Pervert Wookiee. Pervert Wookiee. And we'll get to that. But it's Star Wars, as you know... As the listeners know, something very near and dear to my heart. Me too. You can make you could have made a bad Star Wars movie, and I would find the good in it. Yeah, right. you did. You you still watch the prequels, right? I, yeah, I still watch, I, and I, I I enjoy them. This hurt that. Like well, this brought that down. The, this actually this gave me negative feelings towards Star Wars. Yeah, see, and episode one and two are both objectively bad movies, but they both still contain. Things that, A, remind you, hey, this is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And B, things that you can genuinely enjoy. Yeah. Pieces that stand out above the greater mess of the movie. Mm-hmm. This had none of those things. This had one 30-second glimmer of hope. And it was a very sweet scene of Han Solo giving Nala a hug. Is it Nala or Mala? Mala. Nala's from the Lion King. Yes, correct. Mala, Chewbacca's wife. Correct. Perfect. Great. And he came in. He gave her a hug, and it was it was touching for a second. And only, then I, and only, then, only person not mailing it in. And then, I, which is what blows me away about it. That's the if I'm although ever the optimist, the thing that I'm going to take away positively is that this was Han, this was Hansel, this was Harrison Ford being a consummate professional. Yeah. Up until the very end, I don't know if you noticed during the life day ceremony, they did one shot of his face. He looked like he wanted to kill everyone. Well, during Life Day, I, I, I imagine by that point, Carrie Fisher had shared her stash with him. True. She was... Blitzed. Yeah, I... I mean, the worst of it was the very first <laughs> couple lines she said on screen. Oh, you're wasted. <laughs> she is so clearly drunk and or high out of her mind. Mm. It's like... It's not even a question. I feel like she's talking directly into a camera that isn't there. <laughs> right? She's looking. She's. <laughs> she actually it's... rebounded a little bit after that. She did. I don't know if they like took off for six hours and said, get sober. And then come back and shoot the rest of the scene. Yeah. It feels like. <laughs> it feels like she's got like split vision. 
because she's zonked, right? Yeah. And she's looking at she stumbled. She's a looking at she got the up from behind the cameraman de- in her vision. She got up behind from behind a desk and walked in front of the desk. She stumbled a bit. Yeah. She slurred once. It's it's a bit much. Yeah. And what I <laughs> oh my god, it's just so that's great. And I just I looked at you. I was like. Oh, because you had had mentioned earlier about, like, her being drunk of points. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be the first point at which we see her. Yeah, I didn't either. Also, the makeup (laughs) in this movie. Especially on Luke. Can you call it a movie? Uh, Well, so first of all, the way I I was thinking about it, the way I would best describe Luke's look in this movie is, you know Mac in Always Sunny? You know his mom? (laughs) Yeah. That, that yep. his look was mo- his mom if his mom was twenty five instead of fifty five. He had about three inches thick of foundation on his face. Yeah, he had eyeliner and on. eyeliner. But the hair and the way his, his the shape of his face, he looked just like Mac's mom if Mac's mom was much younger. It looked it looked very much like a wax figure come to life, a wax <laughs> figure of Mark Hamill. I think that's also might have been the last time he was on. It might have been the last time he was on screen pre-accident fucking up his face. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Or he was shooting another was movie. It, or was it really screwed up? And that's why the makeup was so bad. No, his face, because you can see it. It's uh, it's it's on his left cheekbone. You can see yeah. is and, and around his left eye is where the the surgery was. His face, his real face, looked as bad as. Han Solo's fake face when he was animated. <laughs> oh my god, it was Shall so bad. You know what it reminded me of? Easter Island. Yes. <laughs> but only because that also reminds me of this other thing I was going to bring up. Do you remember in the It movie, the painting? Yep. He looked like the painting. He did. He did. Which also looked like an Eastern Island head. I was watching something like Two nights ago, where that came up, you look like you look like the painting in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and I just can't remember what it was. Actually, I think I what what was that from? That sounds familiar. That line sounds familiar. What were you watching? I have no idea. This was last night. You said no. You were, I, you were no. I think it was like two nights ago. Oh, oh, it was the Flash. Oh, I was watching I the Flash, and that's what. And unless maybe Dominic told me about that. Ralph. Uh, he's got like he can stretch, and his face was like all contorted. And Cisco says, "You look like the painting from it." <laughs> no, that's like, it was spot on, but no, you're a hundred. Yeah, that's exactly what he looked like. It was horrifying. What? What? What happened? I don't know. Like what? Like all their faces look terrible. C three PO for some reason didn't have a neck. His neck was like a telescoping like cord. Yep. And like his head. Well, was Well, so like, were his hips. Yeah, C three PO had very feminine hips. Very feminine motions too. Well, that's not really surprising that character but no but it was it was like he was like like the way that he was like flailing his hands and arms about yes i i will reiterate the statement i just made also neither 3po or r2d2 were animated as robots they were animated very flexible yes r2d2 would bend a lot i don't think i noticed that in the midsection <laughs> he's a tin can you bend in the midsection. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. What did I just watch, Al? <laughs> well, it was also the introduction to Boba Fett, friend. That's right. Friend. 
this you come away from this movie saying definition of friend asshole <laughs> right sure right boba fett's a friend riding nessie boba fett comes swooping and riding Space nessie. nessie apparently the front end of a y-wing is also is detachable pop. and of also a boat floating on was it jello it reminded me of gelatin it was a planet of gelatin it was gelatin planet yeah that the the falcon kind of just drove, drove into and then surfaced. Yeah, because like when because when the planet yeah, but it was a little confusing because when the when the, the ship hit the planet, this is why I say gelatin mm-hmm. because he hit it and then it kind of like swelled yeah. and like swallowed it up. Yeah, and then when it settled, the the ship came back up out of the jello. Or so you thought, but really it was apparently activating the, the life rafts. Oh yeah, the pontoons the underneath. Go go Falcon pontoons. Right. <laughs> this is all cartoons which uh, just randomly Lumpy was watching a cartoon because I knew there was a cartoon section that introduced Boba Fett I didn't I'd never seen before I, right. know what it was. I always wondered how the fuck does the, the, does the movie just turn into a cartoon at least there was context yeah he was watching a cartoon although who made that cartoon yeah why was there a cartoon of his rebel father and his father's friends and then being backstabbed and betrayed by an agent of the Empire. Why was there a cartoon of that? Who made that? Yeah. Who made that? Why was Luke wearing his, his festive outfit? Yeah, he was wearing his festive outfit from the award ceremony at the end of uh, A New Hope. I don't understand that. His face was an upside-down triangle. Yeah. At least it was kind of almost recognizable as Luke Skywalker. Han Solo was a face of chins. Yeah, I just don't understand. And the great thing is, like, you didn't see Han's face until the very end. Yeah. So I had no idea. Like you see him off in the distance, hanging upside, hanging down. upside down, as you do, as you do, um, and you don't see his face till the end. And the second he was like cut down from the rope, and like picked his head up and like brushed his hair majestically out of his face, it's like his face. Is what broken. is up with his face? Why does it look like you were hit with a steel bat? <laughs> I just Repeatedly. Understand. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, going back to makeup and and, and yeah, please. Um, well, and I'm makeup. So I'm all over the goddamn place right now. Did you notice Leia and her hair? She had the buns yeah. from the original one, but did you notice that they were clearly clip-ons because her ear was poking out of one of them? I did not. Glad it was. <laughs> glad. Because really happy. Now I'm I'm second guessing myself, but you don't see her ears in A New Hope, right? Her hair is over her ears, right? It's fully over. Fully it, over. Yeah. Them. Her ear was clearly like this much of her ear was poking out of one side of the hair. Um, well, you know what it was. She was probably sloshed. I'm sure she went to like brush her hair, before, or like, yeah. or maybe it was when she was grabbing up on Peter Mayhew at the end. She was getting real close to Chewie at the end there. Yeah. And it was uncomfortable. Which also is a uh, common trait of... During Midnight Mass. Being sloshed, you know. While she added words. Oh, by the way. The Star Wars. We the official lyricization of the Star Wars theme. And B. Arthur gave us the lyrics to the Cantina song. That's true. But at a much slower tempo. Yes. It was like the smooth jazz version what? of it. First of all, B. Arthur... Second of all, super rated. How is she making money? She's giving all those drinks away all the time. A free round to the entire place. Two, 
get them all to leave. Right. Typically, if you give a round, it's so they'll stay and buy more. Right. I'll give you a round. If you'll leave. And then you'll go home. Very confusing. Very No wonder why. Frustrated. No wonder why the, the Galactic Empire crumbled. Can we talk no about the 20-minute porno in the kaleidoscope? We can. I don't understand, much like the rest of this movie, but the weird family friend. Whose name I never quite caught. He's the traitor. Which it, Afraid traitor. It sounded a lot like they were saying, like, traitor, like, over and over <laughs> again. But, uh, so he gives the grandfather this little chip. And he goes, present. what does he say? He says something about it, like, I think you'll really like you'll, this. Yeah. Like, yeah, then he followed like, up and made, he like, made some sort of, like, he goes, oh, I think you'll really enjoy this if you know what I mean. Right. I think just, that's what he said. Just so that in the next scene, if he didn't say that, the next scene might not have been as blatant as it was. It would have just been even more confusing. But you're like, what does he mean? And then you see it. Oh, that's porn. Yep. That's Wookiee porn, which is apparently a not, not a Wookiee, a female human. Yep, singing. Also speaking very suggestively about how adorable he is. Yep, adorable, 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 adorable. Oh yeah, adorable. that was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, that's. I what, mean, it was all weird, but that was. That's about the time Cranky Tom came. I believe. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part was. A couple of hours before we, or an hour before we watched it, I told you there was Wookiee porn. Yep. And you didn't believe me. No. I didn't. And you're like, no, stop it. I thought you were still joking. Like, I thought you were joking before about things that would happen in this. No, everything I told you happened. Everything that you told me happened. Uh, I tried to win. And somehow, I think that was worse (laughs) than not knowing going in. I believe I said. There's Wookiee porn, and you said, no, there's not. I no, said, oh, I guess I was wrong. No. no. Except, no, I'm not. <laughs> In the kaleidoscope. She said the words, I am your experience. Experience me. Yeah. Experience me. I'm your pleasure. Repeatedly and suggestively. Which was only slightly more suggestive than Harvey Corman. In blackface and drag, saying "swish it, beat it." What was it? <laughs> whip, whip, stir, whip, stir, whip, whip, beat, stir. beat, <laughs> beat, beat, stir. <laughs> what? <laughs> that at least made me laugh. Because that was actually pretty it was funny. Because, like you, we were talking about this earlier. It was almost like an episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Mm-hmm. Right? It, it felt like improv. Yeah, and and it fit the the, the Whose Line thing to a T. Considering they play that game where Colin. Puts his arms mm-hmm. under Ryan and mm-hmm. functions as his arm because all of a sudden Harvey Corman has three arms and then four arms yeah. and only two of them are his. And someone's li- the fourth arm, which is not his, is ladling soup into, into his, his mouth, which is exactly no, no, not his mouth, but into his, into his face. face, which is exactly <laughs> something they do in his line when they always put some sort of food or yeah. drink and they make Colin feed it to water, Ryan. Yeah. It always ends up all over his yep. face and body. It was, I mean, that part was silly, and that made me laugh at least. Genuinely funny. But at the unfortunate expense of, I was still so confused that I couldn't appreciate it as much at the time. Yeah, um, he was doing a comedic take at Medea, so I can understand being, you're being confused. Ow. <laughs> or is Medea, is Medea based on that character from I, the Star I, Wars I special? I doubt it. I hope it is. 
I highly doubt it. I hope it. it is. I hope this is just something that we've stumbled upon. <laughs> well, you'll know if, if Tyler Perry ever gets cast in a Star Wars movie, then we'll probably have a decent indication that it was because it probably means that he's been a big fan. I, I want this to be, happen. <laughs> I want this to be the case. It was like an impression of Medea by way of Martha Stewart, but yeah. comedy. Yeah. Fever dream. This whole thing was a corporate fever dream. Chomping bantha loins. <laughs> doesn't how, he about, like, how about doesn't this? he like cradle the bantha loins? He's, like, all he's the... like, oh, the tenderest cut. And he like sniffs it and it looks like he was about to like snuggle it. Yeah. Yeah. He also ate a significant amount of the ingredients before he would throw them into the pot. Yeah, I think he said one for me, one for you, yeah, one for like me, that. one for the stew. Let's talk about one. <laughs> Let's talk about one thing that was real sad. Um, one of the... One of the garbage stormtroopers ripped the bantha head off the toy. And then Lumpy laid him to rest. Yeah. And it was weirdly touching. Here's a fun thing. People complained about them adding the blinking to the Ewoks, right? No thing. To the Ewoks? I think the, in the in like the Return of the Jedi like special editions. What blinking? They blink now, I think. Oh, was that previously I, not a thing? I believe that's an added thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, if if that is a thing that you're upset about, watch this because there's a there's an aggressive lack of blinking, coupled with on Lumpy's part, coupled with the aggressive movements of his mouth baring his teeth. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna haunt my dreams forever. I mean. When I looked up the title Star Wars Holiday Special and showed you the first picture that came up was just a picture of his face like... Yeah, because you know why? Staring it, into yourself. There's a, like a 20 second cut. The camera cuts to him and that's what he's doing. He's not making noise. He's not moving. He's baring his teeth and his eyes are wide. And that's it. There's no context. There's no reason for it. It's almost First of all, there's no reason for most of this. It's almost as if they were trying to film the scene and they cut to like camera two. But camera two was just laid on the table next to this costume. And they just left it in. There's several things. Speaking of things left in. (laughs) That guy forgets his line. Yes, that's what I was just going to talk about. (laughs) Talking about things that feel like improvisation. There is, you know, on top of them not redoing the scene where where Leia is clearly wasting. (laughs) Is the scene when the traitor guy comes into the thing and he says. With the deepest of v-necks. Hey, the v-neck was to his belly button. It was. And he's fat. Upsetting. And he was fat. And he was fat. <laughs> like he had a beer gut and he had a v-neck. Yeah. The deepest of v's. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> and he comes in and says to Itchy, hey, I got your proton proton pack for the, the thingy. The what's my call it? The, uh, and then he says the thing. Like mind incinerator. Yeah. Oh, the, the mind yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, the, he clearly forgot his line and they left it and in the movie yeah, and played it off going. as some sort of like Oh, he's just a doddering old man. It's cute. No, no, no. He 100% did not remember his line there. I just don't... <laughs> I just don't understand. I just... You told me what happened. You told me how this got made. But I still feel the question was not answered. Right? Like, when they when it flashed across the screen, I believe there were five writers... What'd they write though? The, the dialogue was terrible. 
There's also what? that dialogue. There's also that secret <laughs> that sequence where the Imperial officers come to the house. Snappy and McGee. He's he's on screen wandering around aimlessly yeah. for like three minutes before, before he says a word. word. And then he, when first prompted to say a word, he doesn't. He snaps his fingers to a guy who's standing directly in front of him, addressing him. Yeah. And the stormtroopers would point their guns directly at people's faces. Not just that, but... And it's weird. He, like, brandished it at at one of the Wookiees when he first walks in the door. I, yeah. I didn't... Like, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what was happening. I don't... Why were they there again? We don't really know. Rebel stuff. <laughs> Lots of empire stuff. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, like, like, well, because again, they didn't say why they, they came in. No one says why they're there. And eventually it was, we've got rebel activity. In the we year. have to kill time before solo arrest. They killed so much time. Yeah. I mean, it was like a 13 minute scene with three Wookiees speaking in Wookiee. Yeah. With no subtitles. Yeah. I, it went on way too long. Like, it's like, oh, okay, this has been going on for a couple minutes. It was like the Family Guy thing on steroids. Yeah, man, I mean... Except it never got funny again. It never got funny at all. That too. Um, within, like, I, we were sitting back watching it for like 20 minutes, and it's just like, man, I'm, I'm bored. Yeah. Like, this is, this is rough. This is one of those movies that, like, you know, it's, oh, it's so bad, it's good. That only happened a couple of times during this. Mostly it was so bad, it was bad. Yeah. There's a few things that were like so bad it was you laughed at because it's so bad and it's just like you laughing in, in, in disbelief. But there was too much that wasn't even funny to laugh at. And there's I felt ashamed. I felt dirty <laughs> when it was over. Yeah. It was just You looked like you looked like someone punched you in the face. It was no good. You look of horror at me occasionally during it. Man, I'm sure there were you. I, you probably should have looked at my face while I was watching it. I can't imagine what it was like. I, uh, it's pure fear. <laughs> uh, there was a good. I, I'm pretty sure there was a. Well, was it was it when V. Arthur almost got raped by that creepy guy? In what the, in the hell? Most likely Cantina. What was his name? I don't know. It was like Kremlin. Something like that. He's drinking through his head. Yeah, through the top of his head. Top of his head. Where, you know, his hair was moving completely independently of his face. Which was a great, a great thing. So you and I are both watching this scene. We're like, why is his head moving independent of his hair? And then he drinks by pouring it through the hole in the top of his head. And you're like, oh. It was almost before our sentence, like, was like, our conversation oh, was done, too. As if that makes <clears throat> sense. We said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> He's a volcano. <laughs> like what? What was that? <laughs> the slow, the slow cantina song. I, I could get behind. I like the little tempo change. Yeah, I'm, I was surprised how much you liked that. <laughs> I mean, the actually the best part about it was at the end when it's shown that they were all watching it on the screen, and you were like, "Wait a minute, they were watching that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that didn't make any sense because they, yeah, they were in the house still. Um, also, how it faded to black right before the Arthur almost got raped because she was now alone with the creepy guy at her bar. Oh, right, right, right. She brought everybody around. They left. She finally, naturally. like the Pied Piper, got them all to leave. Right. She was singing. She sang. She started a conga line. Started a conga line. Brought them out, out the door. Came back in. He was waiting. Was, it probably didn't go well after that. Yes. They fade to black as we realize that the two of them are alone. 
Right. Right. Who she's been asking to leave. That was unsettling. Who was grabbing up on her earlier against her will. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, no. Happy Life Day. So, in the... Thinking back on it, it makes it so much more confusing than it already was. Oh, by the way, guys, we've been giving you, like, almost a shot for shot of the whole thing. We haven't actually told you what this whole movie was about. It was about Han smuggling Chewie back to Suya's family for a holiday. Right. Life, That's what the life, mo- day. life day. Life day. That's what the movie was about. And all these things that we've described to you have nothing to do with any of that. No. Uh, nothing. Except for the this gift that I'm about to talk about. <laughs> which was just a vessel for Jefferson Starship. Mm-hmm. But the context was it this gift he gave this gift to Mal. Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to assume she likes this band? It was the Is most popular good... music on Kashyyyk at the time. Did he say that? No, you did. I said that from the Wikipedia article. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> but he like he got what was that? First off, the Hollow Band. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Hollow Band. The Hologram Band. One of those. Band. That's what they're called canonically. Oh. And what is it? It's a hologram. It's a band. Oh, it's oh, it's literally just that. Like you open it. That wasn't Jefferson Starship. That was the hologram band. Got it. Got it. He okay. So it was singing a hologram. Into, singing into a pink dildo. Singing into a pink dildo. Double sided. Okay. Yeah, a Darth Maul dildo. Yeah. Yep, pink, pink Darth Maul dildo. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Makes sense, right? And uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> and he played that for one of the Imperial officers. Yeah, for like, so you're really gonna like seven this. minutes. And he, yeah, it lasted entirely too long, much mm-hmm. like this movie. And he, yeah, it was a long movie. It's an hour and like thirty six minutes. Yeah, something like that. It was weird. Well, when you try to have, and we didn't even have to see it with commercials. I remember the, oh, the you almost panicked when you thought that 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 break almost two thousand away from the, the movie. One. You thought that was the first was commercial the first one I noticed. Because we watched it uninterrupted. Yeah. Maybe that's what you needed. Maybe you needed the interruptions. Maybe that <laughs> to get helped. up and, and do some more acid before maybe, the next. Yeah, maybe to wash yourself of the filth <laughs> before returning for the second round. I felt like Han's face after that was over. <laughs> I'll never be able to look at Star Wars the same way. I don't know how you didn't notice the commercial break the one time where they zoomed in on Lumpy's face. But they did a bad job of doing, like, the freeze frame cut. And it was just, like, he turned and was just, like, frozen for, like, eight seconds before it went to black. Oh, that was just par for the course. I didn't know that was... Yeah, no, that was a, that was one of the commercial breaks. Um, <laughs> it's like they forgot to turn the camera off. <laughs> so here's a question. <laughs> Actually, that would have been perfect in the context of the question you asked was, did they shoot this live... Right. Other than the animated parts and the cutaway parts. Right. right. It, it, oh, hello. <laughs> yes. is saying hello to the audience. <laughs> um, so at the end, during the Life Day celebration. Just picturing the, like, you know how they do, like, the, the live, like, like Broadway-type like shows or whatever, like, remake things on, like, NBC and Fox now? Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing that, like, this had, having been aired, shot live, and, like, someone forgot to turn the camera off, and that's why it was just frozen on... Yep. Him for a minute. Yeah. He says something like wildly inappropriate or racist because he doesn't know his mic's so long. He just turns around and says, this fucking thing yeah, off yeah. me yeah. he takes the hat off. 
That'd be amazing. We forgot about something. What? I'll, can, I'll give you a guess. I don't know. Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> I did forget about that. What was that? I don't know. What was that? It wasn't... A little green fairy dancing on the table. And then there was... Well, more holograms. And then there were more... Ho- no, it was started off with just him. Yeah. And then more came in. And then he hit a button on what was clearly a tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> and the hologram got bigger. And now danced around in the room while the rest of the acrobats jumped around on the table. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then that ended. That was a pretty long scene, too. And the movie continued. Yep. That was still before any words were... Well, there was... We had, like, eight words spoken by Han. In the beginning, yeah. Before the almost 15 minutes of uninterrupted Wookiee. Also, at the very beginning of the movie, a long time ago... In a galaxy far, far away. You didn't even get the font thing, In right? a horrible font, in the wrong color, on too many lines, <laughs> with bad kerning. Um, that thing was... that. Actually, I'll give them a pass on that, because that was probably because it was put directly on TV and not put on a movie screen. Mm-hmm. They probably did have to change the way the script oh, was. Oh, so that, that explains the, the dope-ass effect on Star Wars, right? <laughs> No, just the a long time ago thing. It trigger that they did there. (laughs) It was like a. It was like one of those TV commercials. Star Wars knocked out, then they flipped it so that it wasn't knocked out, and they flipped it back and forth like twelve times, so it looked like the font was changing size, but it wasn't. It was just the outline, (laughs) and my eyes were were Uh, like melting. I was thinking of much like Chewbacca's right eye (laughs) at the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You mean what right eye? He didn't have one. Exactly. That was the scene that you had alluded to earlier, where. The we're at Life Day Celebration, naturally, and the camera pans to Chewbacca, and it's focused on his face, and I'm like, one of his eyes isn't there. And then we get into his mind, and I guess he's reliving A New Hope, because we see A New Hope in 30 seconds. Yeah, they do a, a montage of like a bunch of the action scenes, and also random other scenes. And then they zoom out of, of his... Of his non-eye. That's where the camera pulled out from. <laughs> so I guess we zoom in through his eye to get to his brain to see these scenes. And then we pull out of his eye socket. Yep. As it were. The weird thing is, it's not even like it was just a shadow. Because his left eye is very clearly articulated. <laughs> the right eye, eye just doesn't... Let me brandish my eye. <laughs> wow, it's so perfect to hear all of this. That was what it was. We fought a Wookiee... Mm. Remove the eye to thus be brandished later on. Got it. That's that's a super inside joke that you guys don't need to know it's about. Good. I think this whole show was an inside joke This that we watched. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they were like, oh, you don't want to be involved? Okay. Maybe somebody had it out for him. Maybe somebody had it out for Lucas. And was like... That oh. have to be way down the line, though, because the whole point was they dragged him back kicking and screaming because they needed to do this to keep people interested in Star Wars. Honestly, I said this while we were watching... Maybe he made it such a pain in the ass... He did. ...that they did it this way. Yeah, I don't think it was done vindictively. Maybe... Are you sure? You sure I'm sure that they... torpedo his whole career. <laughs> I'm sure they knew before it went to air. Oh, my God, this sucks. What have we done? Yes, I'm my sure... God, what have we done? But I think it was like a runaway train where it was too late to stop it. That they were promoing it and that it already was a thing that existed. They only ever aired it one time in the U.S. One time. And then never again. It was aired 
more times internationally. Interesting. And George Lucas is on the record, and I was just too lazy to go find the quote right now, but he said to paraphrase him something to the effect of, it's so bad that I wish I could go around the world and destroy every copy with my own two hands so that no one would ever see it again. Mm-hmm. We watched it, the whole thing on YouTube. It had, he brought this on himself by not paying attention. Yeah, I don't know if he's involved, it would have just been bad instead of being that. I honestly, we, we talked about, I, this This could have ended Star Wars more effectively have. anything than anything. Yeah. Like, people are complaining about, it. like, oh no, Solo, like, didn't make $2 billion at the box office. That's nothing compared to this. And it's 1.7 million views on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other, I mean, I know there's clips on YouTube. There's other forms of it. If you do drugs, can you write us and let us know what your experience is when you watch this? Because I imagine that's the only reason it's got so many views. If this is inspiring you to go and watch it, which you should if you're a big Star Wars fan, or you want to subject someone to torture, or... If you want to have a good time, play this and with someone. Yeah, watch it with people. And don't watch it. Watch the person watch it. Because I think that'll be more enjoyable. Drink, drink, maybe enjoy <laughs> some extracurriculars. Get on the same level as characters. Don't sure. enjoy that many <laughs> extracurriculars because it may melt your brain. <laughs> Much like Chewie's eye. Much like Chewie's eye. Is that what happened? Did the eye fall out of like a... <laughs> Actually, it would, have been so much, it would have been so much better if they were shooting it and you clearly see like the eye fall out of the thing. And like they Or just, like it's looking down. Like it's not... No, it's no, just I'm just like, like the, the thing just like pops out of the mask. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they, like no one noticed except for Peter Mayhew and he's staying in character and no one who's shooting realizes going on but while you watch it and like no one noticed it during the editing but they watch it on air it's like, oh my God, the eye fell out. How did we put this on the screen? <laughs> or Chewie just slowly picks it up off the floor and puts it back in his face. <laughs> Even better. Actually, considering the hair on the mask, if the eye fell out, we just like stuck to his yeah. face, and he just like a googly eye. Yeah, he just picks it up. <laughs> oh my god! The uh, yeah, the uh, Han gave him Han gave him a warm embrace before he left, which I don't know where he went because they were all there at at a. Speaking of warm embraces, did you catch that? Creepy fucking line when I don't give us a kiss. No, (laughs) not that one. I don't remember if it was when Luke was talking to them through the video conference thing or if it was when Leia was talking to them. Someone Luke blaming R2 for all his shit. It was when C3PO, yeah, I was fucked up. When C3PO and Leia were talking to Mala and the traitor guy was there Mm -hmm. and she says, which also was kind of fucked up, hey, is it? She's like, hey, is there anyone else there that I could talk to? Maybe a friend or something? Yeah. <laughs> and they bring the human on screen, and she puts her arm around him, and she says something, and, and C-3PO goes, allow me. She's describing the him and her warmth for him. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Oh, like, Chewie's out of town. No one can find him. And she's got her arm around this guy and is talking about how the warmth that she feels for this man is a little fucking creepy. That's creepy. You know what else is creepy? The amount of time we spend in the trader's post and him showing off the Hawk Aquarium. And the personal groomer. And the personal groomer. And that guy, that guy who was clearly a robot. Teeth. 
It can recite the penal code. All 17 volumes. All 17 volumes of the penal code. My little, my little Wookiee is meowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really long scene. That No, you know what? That was crucial backstory to introduce it to the traitor. name I don't understand. But Deep V. That guy... <laughs> That that guy Hans V was a little deeper than usual too. I thought, but that I feel like he also had one three quarter sleeve and one sleeve that was rolled up. It was like it was like <laughs> he was standing outside the door and was like, what like what would like laid back Han at home like okay yeah let me roll up the sleeves. Yeah, yeah. When did he even roll up his fucking sleeves in the Star yeah. Wars movies? Rolls up the sleeve and like by the time he was given his cue to walk through the door, didn't finish the second sleeve. <laughs> and what was with the cockpit? Which was clearly not the Millennium Falcon cockpit. Yeah. That was also clearly shading a lot of it that you couldn't see it. Right. Like, the lighting was really bad so that you couldn't see all of it. Also, what that lighting did was not let you see exactly where Han's hand was. Um, yeah, it looked like he was getting frisky with Chewie. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like his hand was in his lap, but a little bit too much towards the center. And it was right after he, like... It's like we were Congratulated escaped. him oh. on something, like... Yeah. Congratulated him. Um, they, I still, I gotta go back to it because I still, for whatever reason, this one, what were this, I don't understand the snow globes and the robes. There was like a snow globe in each of their hands and it transported them through time and space to a place where their friends were that they just left one of them. And there was a celebration, they all wore robes because that's, that's what you do on life day. You wear a red robe. That was the part of this movie you didn't understand? Yeah. <laughs> I guess everything else is just a day in the life. And then... Yeah, no, I was confused by that too, because like Han's like, I gotta go. Right. And then all of a sudden, they're holding snow globes, which, okay. And then... Wait, 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 wait. There was wait, a wait. bright light, and then all of them were walking across space into yeah. a bright light. Into the sun. Which was really bad CGI. Yep. And... Then all of a sudden, Han is there, along with C-3PO and R2-D2. And Leia. And Leia and Luke. And stock footage of Obi-Wan. And stock footage of Obi-Wan, that's true. That's true. Lots of stock footage in this. And then after that, they were at the dinner table. Oh, yeah. And they were like, oh, wait, no, we have one more scene. And they were back. This thing had more endings than Lord of the Rings. And then they they walked. (laughs) Then they continued to walk to the sun. No, I think they walked back out of the sun. They walked out of the sun. And somewhere in there was that weird montage in Chewie's eyeball. Eye socket? Eye socket. Brain. Eye brain? In his brain. Went through the eye. It was in his brain. Projected outward. Um, Man. (laughs) That was... That was a trip. Yeah, it was a lot of things. It was necessary. We had to do this. Wait a minute. What were the cookies called? Oh, weren't they the were they the Wookie cookies or the the Wookie cookies? Wookie cookies. They're the Wookie cookies. Wookie cookies. <laughs> and with that, we bid you adieu. <laughs> <laughs> the Wookie cookies. Hope you enjoyed the holiday episode of Flux in the Six. We're out. <laughs> we're out. We're done. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>